Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Galatians. Today is episode 349. We're going to Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Let's read our passage. For freedom Christ set us free. Stand firm then, and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. Take note, I, Paul, am telling you that if you get yourself circumcised, Christ will not benefit you at all. Again, I testify to every man who gets himself circumcised that he is obligated to do the entire law. You who are trying to be justified by the law are alienated from Christ. You have fallen from grace. For we eagerly await through the Spirit, by faith, the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision accomplishes anything. What matters is faith working through love. Well, Paul is starting a new section in the book of Galatians. He has been arguing about justification by faith. There's a group of Jewish Christians in Galatia trying to convince people that they have to become Jews in order to be followers of Christ. That Jesus is indeed the Messiah, but the Messiah for the Jews. In order to become a Christian, you must become a Jew. Paul's arguing against this. He says, no, No, you're justified by faith, not by following the law. And he's been talking about the covenant with Abraham. Now, chapters 1 and 2 of Galatians, he gave a historical context, a background, his interaction with the gospel. Then in chapters 3 and 4, he gave a theological context, that is, this theological argument for justification by faith alone. Now, in chapters 5 and 6, People call it different things, but it's kind of an ethical outcome, you could call it. But it's really, it's living as a follower of Christ. Okay, you may be justified by faith, but then you live in Christ after that. And so now he's going to spend the next two chapters talking about what that looks like. Living in Christ. Living for Christ. So he begins here in chapter 5, verse 1. For freedom Christ set us free. This is an incredible statement that he makes here. It just means what it says. It's for freedom Christ set us free. Because he's been talking about slavery. That following the law is living in slavery. And he just had this discussion about Hagar and Sarah. Sarah being the free woman and her, her child Isaac being the lineage of freedom, Hagar being the slave woman, her son Ishmael being the lineage of slavery. So now he says, you know, we are free in Christ. So this, for freedom, Christ set us free. Well, free from what? Free from the law. Free from a works salvation. We have to work for salvation. That's not freedom. That's slavery. But we are set free by Christ. And it's for freedom. Set free by Christ for the freedom to know God. He goes on to say then, uh, okay, then stand firm then and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. You have been set free. Don't run back into slavery. So stand firm in this freedom. Stand solid in this freedom. Stand on solid ground on the gospel Standing here in this freedom that Christ has given us, don't run back to slavery. Then verse 2, he says, Take note, 
I, Paul, in telling you that if you get yourself circumcised, Christ will not benefit you at all. Here he uses strong language. Uh, listen, I, I'm telling you now, so you better listen. This is important. He says, if you get yourself circumcised, Christ will not benefit you at all. What's he saying here? Well, why would you get circumcised? Because you're trying to hedge your bets. You're trying to cover the bases. Make sure that, well, what if there really is something to this whole thing about being a Jew? So maybe I'd better, just in case, what that shows is a lack of faith. It shows you really don't believe that God has forgiven you and that you have been adopted by God as a child of God, but you're looking somewhere else. So it's showing a lack of faith. It's showing that you don't really believe you are saved by faith. What it's saying is you don't believe the gospel. And that's, we are saved by believing the gospel. So what he's challenging them here is if, if you're pursuing circumcision, that shows that you don't really believe in salvation by faith alone. And this is the first time he actually mentions circumcision by name. It's been in the background. We've mentioned it several times talking about it. He talks about legalism and Judaism and the law of Moses. So here he actually comes out and mentions it the first time. Don't do it because if you do, that shows your own lack of faith. It shows your own flawed theology. It shows your own lack of acceptance of the gospel. And in case you missed it, verse 3 says, Again, I testify to every man who gets himself circumcised, he's obligated to do the entire law. Well, this is a good point. Just as we talked earlier about you can't change the gospel, because if you start changing the gospel, what you're left with is something that's not the gospel. So if you leave parts out of the gospel, you don't have the gospel anymore. You start adding things to the gospel. You've got something different than the gospel. If you start changing things in the gospel, what you've got is something that's not the gospel. And the same thing with the law. You can't just pick and choose what you're going to follow under Judaism. You can't just say, well, I'll, get, uh, I'll go ahead and get circumcised for the fire insurance doesn't work that way. He says, you either follow the law, you don't. And if you're going that way, then you better follow the whole law. But he's already talked about, you can't follow the law. That's part of the reason for the law, is to show the, our inability to follow the law, to show our need for forgiveness, our need for salvation through faith. Then verse 4, he says, you who are trying to be justified by the law are alienated from Christ. You've fallen from grace. You, you can't have both. You, you can't have salvation by grace and salvation by law. It, it doesn't work. Well, there is no salvation by law, but you either have salvation by grace, salvation through faith, or you don't. And he's saying if you're going that direction, you've turned away from justification by grace and you've turned away from Christ you've fallen away from grace does this mean you can lose your salvation well I don't think he's really talking about individuals here that you you if you personally do this you've fallen from grace I think he's talking to the church 
that you as a church have fallen from grace. You as a church have turned your back on the sound doctrine of justification by faith. So I think he's talking more to the group here. Because through the, the, the clear teaching of the Bible is that you are in a relationship with God. And that's a permanent thing. Once you've been adopted by God, you can't get unadopted. In verse 5, this is kind of the, the counterpoint to that. You know, if you're trying to be justified by the law, then you have fallen from grace. Verse 5, but we eagerly await through the Spirit, by faith, the hope of righteousness. So we're not trying to find righteousness in the law. We're looking for righteousness by faith through the Holy Spirit. That's our hope for righteousness. And by hope, he's not thinking it's you know, something we're wishing for, something we're trusting in. So it's not a, well, I, gee, I hope this works out. This is, that's what my hope is. My hope is in Christ through faith. And that comes via the Spirit. That's what we're doing. You may be following the law, but what we're doing is in the, the Holy Spirit. Our, our hope for our righteousness is through faith alone. Verse 6, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision accomplishes anything. What matters is faith working through love. Now, didn't he just say, don't get circumcised or you're falling from grace? Now he says, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, that's what he's saying. Because it doesn't matter. It, it, it is pointless. So, but if you, for them, the reason they would be doing it is they're looking for justification. If you're looking to be justified through circumcision, it ain't going to work. But what he's saying is, it doesn't matter whether you're circumcised or not. And he talked about that before when he said there's neither Jew nor Greek, male or female, slave nor free. Everyone comes to Christ through faith. So the physical thing of circumcision, that has no, it doesn't matter. It's a non-issue when it comes to faith. If you're looking for justification for it, though, you have departed the pattern of the gospel and are wandering away from Christ. So here, you know, circumcision, it doesn't mean it. It's a physical thing. And that's not how you're saved. It doesn't prevent you from being saved if you've been circumcised, but that's not how you get saved. What matters is faith working through love. Now, verses 5 and 6, we see these uh, three grouped together several places in the Bible. Faith, hope, and love. We're waiting through the Spirit by faith, the hope of righteousness. And what matters is faith, working through love. Faith, hope, and love. And they do go together. It's uh, our hope is in Christ. Our faith is in Christ. And our love, our love for God, our love for one another only comes through the Holy Spirit when we have responded to the gospel in faith and receive the Spirit who empowers us to love. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Galatians.